come on. Come on, you can do this. Come on, darling. Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. <laughs> Weird name. Try to make the best of that. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Sorry, I was just picturing you and I taking over the uh, the ad campaign for Macintosh and with. <laughs> Hi, I'm a Mac. <laughs> that, that was my Justin Long impression. Did you like that? That's pretty good. Yes. Oh my god! I was gonna. Have you watched the Galaxy Quest documentary yet? That's no. on um, 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 Amazon. I want to. Th- I want to say it's on Amazon. Ooh, is it on Amazon? It is it's on Amazon. I'm gonna go watch it. Um, <clears throat> no, uh, I got a bunch. I got a bunch of documentaries. Oh, uh, this one is good, and it's very short. It's like uh, okay. m- maybe an hour, but. Uh, and the reason Apple I bring TV, it up is, yeah, go ahead. Well, Ju- Justin Long gets his time to shine. Oh, of and, course. And he admits that he was just doing impressions of Michael J. Fox through the whole movie. Like he's like, you just watch me, and I'm doing like the Michael J. Fox stumbles. I'm like fidgeting with my hair the way that Michael J. Fox does. I, I, my voice is cracking like Michael J. Fox's. It's really funny because he has a podcast, and when he talks, he he talks about that a lot. Like he's he's a funny guy and a funny performer, but he often like he's, he he approaches it almost like a voice actor, where it's kind of like we need a voice for this thing, and he's like, I'm gonna do a weird John Wayne, or whatever, <laughs> right? Like he's like he talks about all the movies he's been in. He's like, oh yeah, I was totally doing like a weird uh, Mickey Rooney. Like, it was just okay, and fine. that's the case here. Like he's just he's doing his Michael J. Fox impression. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Well, it's funny because let's see here, I got. What's going on here? It's it's actually a golden age of documentaries and oh, there's so many good ones. I got uh, what's it called the uh, Pez Criminal or shoot what the hell is it called there? which one that it's a documentary about a about a guy who like went to Eastern Europe or went to Europe to get like rare Pez because Pez was only selling certain Pez in Europe and North, and he okay. made millions like and there's some sort of vague crime and smuggling involved and it's a it's a full on not a not a joke documentary about this guy I'm like oh this is amazing uh, the Michael J. Fox documentary it, is, which is fan I watched it two you watched nights it already? ago oh my god it's so good it's I really want to see that. The, the, the one thing, I don't want to spoil anything, but the one thing that they do so well is because there's no archival footage of all the stuff that happens, so they use his films to intercut, like, you know. Yeah, I, I saw I that in the trailer. The and, yeah, the trailer really shows you how they do it, and it's, oh, it's so good. So there it is. Good. Yeah, it's on Prime, too. The Pez Outlaw. The Pez Outlaw. All right, I'm going to have to It also says out. watch The Pez Outlaw on Netflix as well, but I'm taking a break from Netflix, so unless that's American. Uh, I was going to say it could be Netflix Canada, too, because I know you guys get stuff yeah. that's different. But uh, Prime Video has The Pez Outlaw. Uh, what else? Tetris is on Apple. I want to see that God, one. I, I want to watch Tetris. Haven't done that. That's not a doc. Uh, that's like a narrative. 
in. But that's a well. Still. I was going to say because uh, that's why I said docu- it's a golden age for documentary and docu picks because there's Tetris and there's Air. Air just came oh, out yeah, too. Air. I'm like, I want to see that one. Yeah, uh, Francois Adoy. 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 And 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 that makes so much sense when you think about it because. Uh, uh, Jason posted a, hey, there's a Ghostbuster reference. And somebody came hey. in and said, this movie is covered in Ghostbuster references. Like, it's almost like the director was cinematographer on a Ghostbusters <laughs> it's movie. It's almost like the production designer and his research assistant just got off of the Ghostbusters <laughs> Just got off of Ghostbusters. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, while you're speaking of the Apple TVs, uh, have you watched uh-huh. the Beastie Boys documentary? It's not really a documentary. Uh, it's more like a one-man ago, right? show kind of thing. Yeah, it was the first thing that launched on Apple TV. Yeah, oh, I watched it the second it came out. I got oh, the man. book for my birthday uh, uh, that year, and then, yeah, the documentary. And they did a whole lot of interviews at the same time as well, so it was a real great time to yeah. just kind of steep in Beastie Boys, <sighs> so to speak. Welcome to... Hey, you guys haven't heard the cross-rip in... X amount of years, and we're talking about documentaries and the Beastie Boys. And That's right. X amount of years. You look it up. We're not going to look it up. You go figure it out. You've come to expect it from us. I tuned into this Ghostbusters <laughs> podcast, and what the hell are they talking about today? Sure. I could t- I could type in GhostbustersHQ.net and go see what the last date is, but no, I'm I, not going to. I think it was I think it was the Halloween show. Was gonna the uh, Halloween show yeah. of last year is gonna be our last episode before people hear this, but that's a mixtape though. So like, so that's yeah, just me it uh, fooling around. And then that's Jen, my lo- the interview with Jen, I think. Yes, was, right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's just you. So how long it's been a while? Again, it's been I could a long look time. it up. How long it's been since it was the two it's of been us a talking? Long time. Well, okay. So here, maybe we have to. That's the elephant in the room. Maybe we have to talk about that it was first me and, here at it the was top. Me and Kevin at one point. Oh boy. You yeah, and you Kevin and I have afterlife. That was fun. Whew. It's been a while since it was you and I. Yeah. People so, are going to think we broke up or something. Hmm. Well, we did. It was <laughs> it, it was really tough. We had to have uh, a custody battle of the uh, RSS right. feed, and um, <laughs> no, we didn't break up. Um, couples look, therapy. <laughs> it, we, we had couples therapy. We're working through it. Um, I, I do a lot of I feels to Chris now. <laughs> That's right. Our couples therapy is that we like we stopped the podcast and went to be a couple with our certificate <laughs> others on Wednesday nights. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think I've seen that movie. Isn't John Favreau in that movie? <laughs> That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, so hey, hey everybody, what's going on? Hey, hey. Welcome, welcome to the Crossroad hey. in 2023 for the first time hey. in May. Hey, um, buddies. How you doing, hey, buddy? Hey, friend. I'm going to go to Casa Bonita, by the way. Anyway, uh, <laughs> You're you're here. You're with us. You're on the cross rip. You're listening to us. You want to hear some Ghostbusters talk. We have plenty of Ghostbusters talk. But first, yes, the state of the podcast. Chris, what are we doing with this here podcast? Um, so the the uh, truth is, we we did not break up. We didn't go through couples therapy. We no. didn't have to. There there has not been. This is not like the um, get back documentary version of the cross rip. Uh, you don't have to know any details about uh, me walking out in the middle of of Chris trying to tell me about his one man show. And no, it, <laughs> that never happened. There's no drama. Um, fact fact of the matter is, and we talked about it the the last couple of times. Um, Number one, life has gotten pretty, uh, pretty intense, uh, mm. specifically for me. All um, around then, uh, for everybody. For everybody. I mean, God, life post twenty twenty has been both amazing and 
terrible at the same time. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but we don't need to go into that. We're here to talk optimistically. We're here to talk uh, positively. So the cross rate. Yeah. What, yeah. what is happening with this, this podcast? So Chris, you and I have, have come up with a game plan. Um, mm. I, I think part of what was really getting you and I down, and I think it is the downfall of a lot of podcasts, particularly in the year 2023, uh, when there are so many podcasts, so many things that are going on, uh, the, the weekly grind, we went for f- four years on to uh, five years uninterrupted at least. No, no. We were on our sixth year, six years. Yeah, so seventh season over six years. Yeah, with very very few exceptions, we were in your ear holes uh, every Monday morning at midnight. Michael Tanaka, shout out to you, man, because you always listened right at twelve oh one a.m. You can see it; it's on the charts. And there's yeah, there's I see the hit at twelve oh one and thirty seconds, and I know that's Michael, and then everybody else watches it like or listens at seven o'clock in the morning. but yeah, so, so Chris, you and I have figured out a, like we, we're going to do the podcast. It's going to come to you, uh, sporadically. It's not going to be an every Monday thing. Uh, it's going to be when we have something to talk about, when we have, uh, a, a conversation topic, when we have an interviewee, when we have, um, it, 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 we're going to be very selective. We're going to make the cream float yeah. to the top here, right? That's the saying. I don't know. We, well, we, we, we prefaced this when we walked away because we told people like yeah you're not going to hear from us for a while but it's not a closed door um and we did we did even posit different options at the time that we might end up with and one of them was just coming back less frequently i mean don't get me wrong i mean i can i can show up every week and i can babble nonsense no problem but you're right we were kind of at the point where every week was a you know after after that many uh years and that many episodes it's like when you have to when you have to like i wish we had a writer's room to spitball ideas for what we're gonna do this week (laughs) yeah yeah. you've been grinding for a while i mean and i'll credit to like um yes have some because in their wisdom they kind of it's not just ghostbusters which means they can always kind of pivot around where you and i are like that's that's sometimes why our preamble at the front went on so long it was like you know 30 minutes of us talking about stuff we'd watched or read that wasn't ghostbusters (laughs) okay let's talk about the next left for dead 2 skin you know it was like that um it, it was one of those yeah you were you're absolutely right chris like and and the cool thing is uh, and I don't, this is, I don't want to credit us for this, but when we sort of put a pause on things, Jim did extraplasm and Jim is doing it every week and he's got the news segment and he's got that, that covered, uh, yep. Jason, as you mentioned for ghostbusters news, man, I, people continues can, to, yeah, they can sneeze and it looks like Slimer and there will be a video and a, a, an article on ghostbusters news. And you know, that, like there's, there's no stone unturned on on that so so we i I play a game uh every once in a while called did i read it before jason did uh (laughs) there's no points awarded and i'm i'm not really uh living off of it anything like that but sometimes you You know if i I get that google alert just slightly ahead of him yeah yeah, that's well, and it's occasionally be because he's so, day. he's trying, Jason, God love him. He's doing so much, uh, but uh-huh. then I'll, I'll catch something and I'll put it up there. And then, you know, a day later, uh, he'll, he'll post it. I'm like, I bet he got that from me. Didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we're just going to pretend anyways. So, yeah, no, so I mean, rip. 
yeah, Jason was uh, ramping up and continues to ramp. Like, his output is amazing. Uh, you know, the output on the extraplasm is consistent and great, and I'm loving that. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of other occasional podcasts out there. Like, I, it, the trick is, is that we kind of went away and you guys all did cool stuff. Uh, yes, have some, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fired up a, a, a Ghostbusters specific uh, yeah, uh, uh, feed that they do, uh, that they stream every once in a while and stuff like that. they do it every other week too. See, that's that. Yep. They, they're, they're, they're wise to it. They caught on to the same thing that we caught on. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of tough to do it every week. You and I, we got, we both got kids, so we're probably well steeped in YouTube. And I've I've commented about this before. I don't, well, at least to you and other people, I don't know if I've ever talked about it, you know, in, in a podcast. But I was starting to see like this whole influencer lifestyle was slowly starting to pick people off. Like, yeah, guys were like, you know, they should. It's like he never. Thomas was like, you know. <laughs> Super Bill hasn't posted in three months. I was like, oh, remind me who Super Bill is. And he's like, <laughs> he's the twenty-five. Super. He's the twenty. Did you just make no, that up or Super Bill? Sh- sh- I made that up. There should okay. be a Super Bill. He's a twenty-five-year-old that finally got a girlfriend and plays Roblox, and he had to make a choice. I was like, and I'm like, you talk like an adult. I just made that up in my head, didn't I? Um, he, but no. Thomas is like, yeah, I don't want to happen to him. And then after a while, there's a, hey guys, I'm going to tell you what's going on, and. Nine times out of ten, it was like the grind was hard, and yeah. uh, I was like, "Yeah." Or like you said, and I'm that, 25 and I'm playing <laughs> Roblox on YouTube. Like you yeah. grow and you change and things. And these are these are people that it's their job. They've made it their yeah. job. Again, this goes back to Jason. Pat on the back for Jason because he's found his pace so far. Of this is my job, which means I have to do it. I have to do it consistently, and this is my output. And as long as you can find that balance, you know it. it you're you're doing. Great. I, th- I think part of it is that Jason. Did not start as a sixteen-year-old and then grow into a, a young adult and then <laughs> went. What am I doing? <laughs> J- you know, Jason had his life, his job. Uh, you know, uh, married or at least girlfriend. I don't know which it is, but he had. You know, and he was. You know, uh, uh, he had all the grown-up things sorted yeah. out, and then went. Now I'm going to do this Ghostbusters thing. So he was already prepared. Well, this is the, my life that I like and the balance I have for that. So this is the room I have for this. Great, done, and he, off they go. Well, and, and, I was rambling off into a direction, no, but the point part, is, is, and part of it yeah. was, you know, you, you and I got caught up in the, like, we were trying to do videos cause we were trying to be like the cool kids. How's it going? Yeah. Kids? We were trying to do the live streams and the videos <laughs> and all that stuff. And we also, I, and I'm guilty of it. We lost sight of what made this fun for us. It was our Wednesday night poker night. Every night you and I would get on the horn yeah. and we would talk to each other and we would, like you said, we'd have our preamble where we would talk about whatever uh, was, was on our minds. And then we would get into Ghostbusters of it all. Yeah. And, and, you know, we were, we were trying so hard again, you know, shout out to everybody who can do that and wants to do that, but it's that feeding into that, that machine where, you know, especially on YouTube, there's so many shows and on social media, there are so many, I, 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 I have nothing but respect for the endless energy and enthusiasm and and productivity that all of the franchises now are putting into their social right. media feeds. They're do everybody's a brand now. They've got their videos and they've got their photos and they've got the stuff that they're trying to, you know, be seen. Um, and that that weighs on me too. Like I 
I am an introvert. I want to be a hermit. I don't want to be seen, <laughs> but I want to talk to you on a podcast. And I really right. loved that. So it was a, it was a misjudgment that we thought that as things were evolving, we were supposed to evolve to match it. And the fact of the matter is, is we started essentially we started as like the old time radio of of things. And we should have just stuck there. It we was should have stayed to the old time radio. So welcome to the and AM what? dial <laughs> on those cars that actually still have an AM dial. Doctor Johnny Fever. Well, they can't give. They'll never get rid of <laughs> AM. Johnny it's just Fever. it's too too accessible. Uh, welcome to my TED talk about radio. I love radio. Um, no, but the thing was, is as we went along too, we'd have opportunities to like go up someplace, and we're like, oh, it'd be great to talk about it, but it'd be awesome if we could, like, show people it, or, yeah. you know, things like that, or if we got to talk to somebody who's like, oh, it'd be great to, you know, just chat with them, but imagine if we could just, you know, yeah, and at the end, why? Why? Well, <laughs> we and just, you lose, you just lose a little bit of that, like, what, what the allure to podcasting for you and I was in the first place was that it is a long-form right. People are not concerned about how they appear. They're not concerned no. about what's in the background of their shot. They're not like, it is just a conversation. And I feel like that is what podcasting does so well, where we have yeah. somebody on the show and we can just talk to them and it's just, it, you're not caught up in the whole um, optics of things and, and it's live and there's chats and there's all, so yeah. So anyway, so. <laughs> Again, we're we're kind of venturing yeah. down a path here where it was like, look, this is this was our thought process over the last. 12, 13 months. Um, yeah. and, and there was, again, there were also other um, external forces that were uh, putting some pressures upon the podcast uh, that maybe I will be able to yep. get into at a later date. But And at that at that time, you you said, let's have a talk, let's talk about it. And you, you were like, should we just shut it down? Like, what do you want to do sort of thing? And we had just barely decided to stop. I think the fact that yeah. at that time you and I agreed, it's like, let's not call it shut. Let's just not do it for a while. And the thing that helped us do that was we could just say the other half of the equation was, is there's stuff going on and we also don't want the movie to be spoiled for us. So, you know what? We're just going to walk away yeah. for a while. The door's not closed. You know, we may be back. We'll figure it out. So, you know, uh, time heals all wounds. No, that's not it. Distance is perspective. I don't know what it is. But anyways, the point was, is we... <laughs> the door is always open. The door the is always open. Always <laughs> when uh, one door closes or window, closes, window shut, I don't know, whatever. Uh, if one door closes, another one opens, but... That, that doesn't mean, make any that, sense unless well, there's a means, draft. And I've seen that Columbo. <laughs> so when, when the magician has the window open, it closes the door, <laughs> and that's why they think that some... Anyway... Is uh, it is it the front of the house? It, so it's supposed to be the back door. Is I, it your bedroom? And th does that mean that the second door is the one to the ensuite bathroom? And at which point, what is fate trying to tell you? And like, is really, there a fire ladder? I don't know. <laughs> what about uh, windows? But the point was, is, the point was, is we, <laughs> we the perspective. The time gave us the perspective. Like yeah, it gave time us some gave time us to recharge. We got to fall in love watching, you know, Afterlife and just kind of roll with that. I mean, like I talked about it with uh, Kevin and all that. Like he was there when we saw it. I got to bring Thomas and that was, that was really cool. Like, it especially kids. Oh my God. Yeah. There was that featurette that they showed like the families that went to go see it on the studio lot with their kids. And there was the one mom who said, you know, I saw Ghostbusters when I was 12 and here I am with my daughter watching Ghostbusters Afterlife. Right. And she's 12 and it, it was I, emotional and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I made a point of. I don't, I never pushed Thomas anywhere near Ghostbusters. It was not like you have to have the, sometimes I'd present 
toys or cool stuff like that. And he kind of likes some of it. And uh, cartoon didn't want to watch the cartoon. I just I was never going to push it. But then when this new movie came out, he really wanted to go see it with me, and he really enjoyed seeing it. And I was like, well, that's fantastic. And not only that, uh, it wasn't spoiled for me. So yeah. perfect. But, but, but anyways, to get back off the rambly trail. Uh, let's uh, get rambling ramblers was, yeah, I, my, my, my thinking was the perspective that the time gave us the perspective to come back and say, well, we had all these, we laid it out that there was potential options. <laughs> Where do we feel yeah. that? And yeah, it came down to, why don't we just go back to talking? And if we don't have anything to talk about, well, let's not we push won't it. talk. And, yeah. and that also helped us set some expectations, which yes. I, th- I think is, is advantageous for you as our listeners to like. Hey, when a trailer comes out, I'm going to listen to the cross rip that Monday when it happens. Actually, that's not going to be the case anymore. No. Um, because, and, and to your point, Chris, where you were saying that the movie wasn't spoiled for us when we saw Afterlife, it's it's so hard to, you want to be first, you want to beat Jason to the gate, <laughs> you want to get your video up there before him, um, but we we don't want to be first to stuff anymore. We want to take no. our time. We want to be able to watch a trailer two or three times, four times, five times, 20 times. Yeah. And then the thi- come back and talk about it. Yeah. The thing, the thing was, is we, yeah, we had this regular weekly schedule. Um, and when stuff happened, we, yeah, there was a very short period of time to like ingest it, think about it, talk about it, put it out. And not necessarily like, competitive race or anything like that. It's just, we had our time schedule that we wanted to hit yeah. and, and you know, it was, it was kind of like, it was kind of like we were grabbing bottles of wine, uncorking them and chugging them down as fast as we can when really what we, we needed to, we needed to uncork them and let them air for a bit. Right. I think that's the better way to go. Nobody needs to hear us the same day as they're hearing, you know, everybody on Twitter, everybody on social media, uh, Jason, Yes, have some crew. Yeah, it's all noise. I'm like, yeah, it's it, it's not even noise, and and I'm not even saying people can't handle that. I just like well, there's there's no there's nothing. It's yeah, not it feels additive. a lot like we're no. not adding it. There's no like we're not contributing. We're just kind of like on top. We're part of, of we're part of the din, and yeah. I think we're much more comfortable if. Uh, and you and I talked about it. I mean, we allowed that something significant, so significant might happen that we're like, well, maybe we'll dial ahead a little bit and do a little sooner than we thought. But again, still not, we have to rush or whatever. The point yeah. is, is if something happens and here's the thing, and this is what I like about it most. This is a really great plan is it means they can never, ever, ever release news just after we've recorded. <laughs> oh my God. That was always <laughs> the case. Every damn time. Uh, because now, uh, we could record and put something out and then they release it the next day. And it doesn't matter because we weren't going to talk about stuff for another two weeks anyways exactly. or whatever. So. Well, and, and, and it gives you, you and I that opportunity to say like, Hey, a trailer came out or a poster came out or whatever. Are you ready to yeah. talk about it now? Like we, we don't yeah. have to, we don't have to do that. So, so well, here's, here's the, here, the, I, thinking about it too, the, the other advantage too, is that you and I now get to do something uh, like before we tried to invite people into the conversation and it wasn't, some people did, but I was always surprised by there wasn't as many people. I think this affords us more opportunity to say, Hey, 
you know, next time, you know, what do you think about this thing? And then they got two weeks to respond to us or, and the voice has become more important, more important, or we have two weeks where we've been following social media and we know what you've been thinking and saying about Mm -hmm. it. So when it's time for us to discuss it, we're like, yeah, but you notice some people are X or some people were saying Y and we can, even if you're not calling in with the voicemails, even if you're not emailing us, we've have more time to take the temperature of the of what the community and all that and then incorporate that into our discussions yeah. like it's we're, so it's going to be kind thoughtful. of the same but new yes yeah yeah it's less timely more thoughtful and and a little more measured and and less sort of in the moment and 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 speculative it's a little more analytical and um yes. i i think that's where we can really come in and 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 have time to shine and that's naturally how things happen you yeah. know, when you're at the water cooler at work on on a Wednesday after you've watched uh, Ted Lasso midnight on on Tuesday night, you're still thinking about it. You're not pro- you haven't completely formulated your your <laughs> thoughts on things uh, to to have that adequate discussion at the water cooler with people. Um, and that's that's kind of where yeah. we were at, where it was like, well, it's Monday and we got to record. We got we got Sunday talk because yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, so, so I, here's, uh, here's what I'm going to say. Oh, Ray's like, do you, do you want, do you want to, do you want to watch something later tonight? And I was like, we should, we should watch Hannah Waddington. And she's like, what now? And I'm like, I meant Ted Lasso. <laughs> what? <laughs> hmm? I can't hear you, sweetie. What did you say? Uh, you, you meant Euro, you guys were watching Eurovision, right? I think she was hosting Eurovision. And that's... <laughs> she did. I didn't watch it, but I saw some clips and all that. Oh, um, the song uh, mostly, Yeah. Mostly what I caught was, uh, Mel Gedroich. Uh, in the background. I don't know if you saw that bit. No, no. There was a shot where, and they framed it so Hannah was in the right and she was hosting and talking and Mel Gedreich, for whatever reason, was in like a a Dutch dairy girl outfit with a, (laughs) with a butter churner. (laughs) And she was, she was suggestiving the heck out of it Mm, and looking like right, right down the barrel of the camera. She knew what she was doing. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, uh, the point, the point, yeah, that, that's basically it. We gave ourselves some breathing room. We came back, uh, and to everybody's delight, uh, ours as well as yours, I'm sure. Uh, we didn't go, you know what? Don't want to do it no more. Um, rather yeah. we came back yeah, and, and we've got a new, new plan. New plan. We got the new plan. And so, so here's what we're going to do for you all so that you are, uh, uh, you're not, you're not wondering if there's going to be something on Monday. You're not tuning in and wondering, like angry when the RSS feed is blank. Um, we're going to let you know, like, hey, we've, we've got two episodes coming out this week or t- two episodes coming out this month yeah. or, hey, nothing's coming out right now. We're going to try to be as communicative as possible. Uh, and so you know when things will go up. We will put them up on Mondays, hopefully, so that it will still sort of fall into yes. that that time slot and you can expect it there. But... Um, we like being but, the Monday morning surprise. So. Uh, yeah, but if if you uh, if you're listening to this on on Monday the whatever twenty, I'm not looking at the calendar right now. Victoria Day. There you go, Victoria. Yeah, I, what's that? You That's revo- a Canadian thing. You revolutionary sons ah. of bitches. <laughs> uh, we uh, so, but but if you're listening to this the Monday after, and you're like, "Where's the other episode?" There may not be another episode on Monday. I don't think we're going to have something after we talk here. Granted, we are now like 20, 30 minutes into our conversation. We haven't even hit the conversational points that we're going to talk about here. Well, um, at least our babbling is in fine form. So It is. That's what we do. 
it's a well-oiled machine no matter how many months or weeks we take off. Uh, so, all right, what's coming up in this episode? We're going to talk about the uh, Eagle Moss Ecto-1 uh, subscription kit because, uh, Chris, Ooh, you boy. and I have a lot to yeah. talk about there. Uh, we're going to talk about Firehouse updates. Um, I am in Los Angeles where I think somebody out in the Writers Guild just tipped a car and set it on fire. I don't know what's happening. It's it's a whole mess right now. Um, and I'm in, I'm in Canada where I'm five degrees warmer than you are. So it's everything's the, topsy-turvy. Everything, it, 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 the heat rises and you are north, so it all makes total sense. I'm um, going to explain atmospheres to you after the show. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to talk about Firehouse. There's a whole bunch of fun stuff there that, again, is not speculative. We can kind of talk about that. Um, and then maybe if we have time, we can just sort of uh, shoot the shit about Ghostbusters Day because they're, that, that's coming. So yeah. uh, just for, for giggles, we're going to do the, the news bumper here just to kind of break things up. And then we're going to get into our discussion. It's not really news but it's what we're going to talk about this week, and it's fun. We're talking about stuff. Here we go. Hey, guys. Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer. Multiplanar curly elimination. Yeah, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. Speeding. Three, two, one. Oh, just like old times, Chris. Like we, we know our cues, we know where to stop, we know where to start, we know when to hit the thing on the playback button. The what now? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, hey, so where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Eagle Moss? I feel like that's probably the, yeah, the most pressing thing. Okay. 100%. 100%. Mostly because, uh, yeah, it has implications for me. So let's it just... It does. And it's, it's both good and it's bad at the same time. So... Yeah. Uh, Eagle Moss, uh, amazing company, maybe less so with their customer service and what ended up happening with Eagle Moss at the end. We don't need to get into that. Um, however, if you are a subscriber to the Ecto one build kit, like you and I were Chris, if you were following us on the the podcast, we were doing our build episodes. We were sitting for hours, uh, uh, futzing with these these small parts and losing them in the carpet and people it, you were there with us you experienced mm-hmm. the trauma right there with us um but we had like half of a kit and then eagle moss uh, as things died do yeah between the pandemic and the supply chain and and their own yeah. issues that they had it was just too much to bear and eagle moss went uh the way of the not eagle the dodo so the, it, the, the yeah the premise of a subscription based model kit that gets mailed out monthly for many many months is a great idea when uh, mail and supply chains are running perfectly. Uh, yeah, in a pre pre COVID <laughs> pre uh, everything that's happening post twenty twenty world, uh, it yeah. made a whole lot of sense. But now not so much. Then then it went south, and yeah, well, their business model was based on it. So yeah, it kind of yeah. Kinda what do you crumbled. do? That's, what do you do? Uh, so so for those of us that had been building the kit. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of us that were receiving it on a monthly basis, we're, we're used to those shipments coming in. Uh, there was uncertainty. There was a whole lot of like, well, what do I do with this thing now? Like I got half of an ectomobile that doesn't have the tail fins or the roof rack. It, I, I can't, I can't display this because it's like a half built ectomobile. Yeah. Do I sell it? But nobody wants to buy it because you can't finish it. So they would have right. to complete their own 
uh, parts. There were a couple places like Mike Lane, I think his name is. There was a guy who was just trying to do mods to just finish the kits for the people that weren't able to do so. Um, it was a big gray area, as a lot of things have been for the last two or three years. Um, enter Fan Home uh, slash Dag- Dagostini. Is that their uh, international name? I think so. Um, but fa- Fan Home in the US and in the UK, because they've completely re- rebranded to be Fan Home. But fanhome.com. Um, has picked up the licenses for uh, the Eagle Moss Ecto, the Eagle Moss uh, Enterprise D, uh, the DeLorean, uh, the Back to the Future DeLorean, mm-hmm. um, the Mustang from Bullet, a, f- a few other Build-A-Kits, uh, Partworks uh, kits that that had been left in the lurch by Eagle Moss. And they have tirelessly been working. I know because they've <laughs> they had such a, a web to untangle of where all of this stock lived, uh, how many people were subscribed to it, what those subscribers' names were, their contact information. And for all of Eagle Moss's faults, they did have a, a pretty secure privacy thing set in stone that then like Fan Home had to reach out to people and say, is it okay for us to contact you? It was a whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. So all of that set aside, Fan Home is now offering you to pre-order as of today, May 18th, when we're recording this, uh, for a July shipment uh, to resume wherever you were on the Ecto-1 kit and all the other kits that they've picked up. Or one step further back, if you didn't even start it, if you were like, hey, I should have done that Ectomobile thing, I wish I would have, but Eagle Moss uh, folded, you can start from... Uh, day one uh issue right. one now if, if you want to um so that's the good news is now the three quarters finished ectomobile that is behind me as i record this with you now chris i can yep. finish that up and you can finally finish it. it it yeah and and it's it's something that i loved i loved having this kit um you and i were uh lucky enough that eagle moss was like hey if you if you build this uh we'll send you the kits and um yes uh, so we were we were among those uh, privileged people of the internet, the influencers, if you will, uh, that were receiving the kit for free, um, which was awesome. Probably not the wisest business model if you're giving all the fans anyway. Uh, but yeah. so so we have this that we had been building up over the years, and and now we can finish it. Um, well, fan home wisely fan home wisely is like we're not going to give it to you for free chris and troy who the hell are you guys you're paying you're paying customers well a they've never said that and abused me in that way but uh, you know it's implied <laughs> i know i know it's, and, it's and two for you dramatic say, purposes you say now we can finish it and guess what i don't think i can well, um that, yeah so that's that where do you stand on this because I, I want to finish it, but I know that you've kind I of been. I think on the it fence. is gr- great news, and no, I'm not on the fence because the thing is, is that whereas we were both lucky to, to you know, to, for Eagle Moss to reach out to us and let us build it, I was doubly lucky because I'm not supposed to be able to get it. I'm in Canada, and they they're not shipping it to Canada, mm-hmm. yeah. I, and I don't think Fan Home's going to do that either. Now that's not to say. Uh, uh, Canadians didn't because I know of a, f- uh, a number of them that uh, made arrangements because uh, you can do that. I mean, how else are we supposed to smuggle stuff up from the States, right? Um, <laughs> that's how I get coffee from you all. I, I don't think it's right. technically smuggling because I pay the customs on it. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's the here's the thing. There's a lot of different ways that 
stuff that will only ship to the U.S. can, you know, be brought, be it grandma's visiting or be it, you know, a, a 200-year-old uh, territory weirdness means that there's there's a an outcrop of the United States oh, that man. cannot. I thought you were going somewhere. I thought you were <laughs> no. going to say there's a 200-year-old grandma who's coming to visit. Oh, no. And I was like, Whoa. That's impressive, uh, you know, and she's bringing you ectomobile kits at the same time. Good. We share grandma. we share Great Lakes, Good so grandma. you know if you can find your local cigarette smuggler, maybe he'll bring it in for you. Who knows? Like there's options, and Canadians were working on it. Some of them worked fast enough that they finished it, so no harm, no foul. Yes, I'm talking to you in Calgary. You know who you are. <laughs> anyway, <I don't. laughs> um, the point is, is that uh, it was very nice. I was happy to 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 participate in this experiment and all that. Um, had I lived in the States and they weren't sending it to me, I don't think I was ever going to, because it was a, it was a premium item like to this subscription. Um, and the thing is, is now that reality is corrected. I'm in Canada. (laughs) They won't ship it to me because they don't need us to promote it. Um, and it's still, it's, you know, it's, it's a a pricey premium thing. It is still a premium. And, and in fact, because of the, the, the weight of the world, the way that everything is right now, especially in the States with inflation, it is more expensive. This go around. It's not like fan home picked it up and they're trying to clearance things out, uh, liquidate. Uh, they are, um, you know, you're getting the, the four bags a month for, you know, roughly 50 to $60, depending on the shipping costs, uh, because they're coming from the UK, uh, as yep. well. That's the other thing. Um, and yeah, then it's, it's, it gets, it adds up. It adds it up adds really up. fast. Well, that, and you know, those, those prices they're charging are in us dollars. I'm obviously at a disadvantage for that. Yeah. So, you know, I did this, you know, the, we, they had the, the thing, they're very good. You could sign up for the, you know, if you want to be informed, put your email in here. And I did that. And then, yeah, the minute they got it sorted, they, you know, sent out the link and all that. And, um, I started just climbing through it. Like, cause part of me was kind of like, maybe I'm close, you know, if I'm close, maybe I can do it. Cause, and that's really easy to believe when one of the first pieces, well, it's not one of the first, but you know, fairly early, at least in the first half of building, you get the one big chunk, the body, of the, of the, the body, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, right. I'm close to being done. And then you realize that you still have to build all of the roof rack stuff. Yeah. Right. You got, you, so we have, you know, you get the chassis plate and you get the, the, the body and you look at it and you're like, yeah, I must nearly be done. And then I start going down the checklist and I'm like, I am nowhere near done. So <laughs> sadly, because I've talked about this before as somebody who's been, you know, going through and pulling stuff out and going, yeah, I don't know if I need to hold on to this. But one of the things I determined was I am keeping my wall of ectos and this was going to be, you know, pride of show sort of right. thing. Right. Yeah. Center stage. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to let it go. So, but you know, my, I wouldn't even say it was a loss because, you know, they, they sent it to me. It's, it's, it, what I'm losing is the opportunity, not really the money. Uh, so I think, but now you're, you're in a weird position too, because you have, let's say, cause I was up to issue 29, which I think was like stage 100 and no, I'm back at like 14 or 15 or something like that. Okay. So so you're, yeah. So, and that was the other thing because we were waiting to get, because you and I wanted to keep doing build days, but we were waiting for you to get shipments. And so that was like a whole other thing too. But so, so you have probably like half, half is what it feels like. Yeah. So you'll have to, you'll have to find somebody, maybe there's somebody out there in our listening audience 
not to not to become your auctioneer here. <laughs> but <laughs> well, you're going to need to find somebody yeah. who wants to buy what you've done and pick up from where you were. Because yeah. like if I've got, I think I, I did the math and I have like 50 more stages to go. So it was yeah. like, it's going to be like six, $700 for me to finish, finish the Ecto. I, but, I need to sit down. I need to carefully uh, note what I've got both, you know, un, unpacked and, you know, built together. Oh God. Why did they give us the first kit and then have four loose pieces that we're supposed to hold for the rest of the build? <laughs> like that one drives me nuts. I was like, don't lose the decal. Don't lose the steering wheel, whatever. Like there was just these pieces like, oh, and God. here you go. And I was like, why? Why are you giving these to me now? Like I'm going to lose them. I, um, I was like an archivist. When we got those things like the side mirror and they were like, hold on to this for later. I was like, oh God. So I put it in like a giant Ziploc baggie exactly. and I wrote on the baggie like, this is from stage 49 and I received <laughs> it on this date and then I put it in a big like tub so that I would yeah. always know where it would be. So I, I'm going to go through it, figure out exactly what I got, because that means I can then communicate. And so this is what you're going to have to, you, here's the link, go figure it out. This is what you're going to have to buy then. Um, and yeah, it would just have to be fairly clear. It, it's going to be to somebody's benefit. I mean, it's kind of a win-win. I mean, I am losing the opportunity, but it's going to be somebody else's gain. Because I mean, I'm basically going to be unloading this. I'm not going to be charging full price for this this thing, right? Yeah. Particularly, particularly since inevitably whoever i'm sending this to there's going to be you know kind of a hefty shipping involved just oh, because man. and you want to make sure it that, doesn't break when it ships don't too. Break. so it's like yeah so it's you want somebody kind of, in washington right i figure it's yeah well that's just it so it comes down to either somebody in canada that's happy to pay you know it's probably going to be at least a couple hundred to safely ship it or a hundred or what i don't know what it, what it will work out to i'm just throwing out numbers for the sake of discussion and then some sort of you know pr- cost to what I've got. Yeah. Uh, so with the understanding, if you can find a way to order and get the rest brought in, great. Shake hands, away we go. Or as you say, I think the easiest thing would be to find somebody, um, boy, maybe as far down as Portland. We drove, I mean, you and I had uh, got together there over last summer. And we oh, drove yeah, down you, to visit yeah, you. Yeah, so you came we, all the way down to uh, to California. There, that was. I think. You know, I think that's, I could, that's a I, that's a pretty big drive. That's, it is a pretty big drive. I think I could uh, a- absolutely uh, see myself uh, making a trek to as far as Portland to to hand it off to somebody. Um, yeah. Hey, so if I you're did, interested it, <laughs> and you're listening, <laughs> but if you're if you live in Bellevue, that would be so much easier. Like, <laughs> If, if you could just put your hands across the border so we don't even have to deal with the border guards. If you want to, if you could pick up some Jack in the Box and meet me at the Peace Arch, <laughs> that'd be great. You're going to trade curly fries for the Ecto-1, <laughs> for half of the Ecto-1. I should have, uh, I should have, uh, give me a f- two full sets of the Sonic, uh, drive-in, uh, was it Sonic that did it? That had the, oh, the last yeah, summer, the, the s- spoons or whatever. The spoons were, and all that. Yeah, yes. Two full yeah. sets. Maybe there at the go. border. We'll trade. We'll trade for Sonic <laughs> it'll, like it'll be like a drug handoff. Like I got my one hand out tentatively to grab their paper bag, Sonic oh, bag. I of, would of love toys. to see the customs and immigration people observing this being like, what the <laughs> what hell? The, should we go check that out? Uh, is, probably. <laughs> is, are we be, is, there, is there somebody filming? Is this like, are we being <laughs> set up? They're trading spoons for a giant <laughs> die cast car? What the? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so, so, but yeah. 
I, I'm I'm pumped about it. I really hope. I I do know that some people who uh, have pre-ordered the DeLorean parts that were supposed to start shipping in mail in May, um, they have not started mailing those quite yet. So there is also this sort of apprehension. There's some sort of timidness uh, toward fan home where it's like, look, I've been burned before on this now. I don't want you to start billing my credit card, and and then I don't get anything. Um, uh, that I don't, I, I have no insight to that whatsoever, but at the same time, again, just knowing that the, the, the ball of yarn that they are trying to unspool here is so ridiculously, uh, complex. Yeah. I'd give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I, I'm, I'm also a big Star Trek fan. And as soon as, uh, master replicas and real merch picked up the, the starships, I, everybody was like, Oh my God, I can get the stargazer. Oh my God, I can get the enterprise E XL version. But same thing. It was like, those are on a cargo ship that are coming from blah. We don't know if they're coming yet. And then of course, when they did show up, then they went up for, for pre-order and everybody wanted to get them as soon as possible. And then it took like two weeks to ship them. And it's like, it's two weeks. Like we've been waiting years for some of this stuff. So give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Now that's not to say like if we're recording this in October and we haven't gotten shipment number one, I'm going to be like, Oh, come on fan home. Like where's my kit? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think the good news is that we can finish off these ectos for people like yourself and and myself who wanted to make this like a centerpiece of their, their, their yeah. display or room or, you know, I, the, I was so excited to just have this finished Ecto that when people would come over, it'd be like, Oh my God, check out how cool this thing is. And it is so, so accurate and so detailed. Yeah. Um, so here's, I, here's I, hoping. I did find a surrogate though. So don't anybody feel bad for me. I found a surrogate. Oh, what's your surrogate? Uh, uh well, I turned 50 this year and, no. uh, people got together and, uh, got me a, uh, not the highest high end of the line but not the the entry level i got a, a mid-range tamiya remote controlled vehicle oh uh which i also have to assemble myself i was like yay remote control buggy and he's like and you know try and find the the toolkit if you can i'm like why and he's like well because there's about a thousand parts good luck i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> but uh it comes with its own um i mean it's meant for zipping around so it's got a, a lightweight uh, plastic shell for the body and I'm looking at it and I'm looking at them, I'm like you guys realize I do have to paint this in Ghostbusters colors they were like That's we, gotta kind happen. Of we kind of anticipated so I don't I won't have the die cast I mean that thing is I, uh, I, I look at the half finished one at least every day because it's sitting here in my office and I'm like oh god the finished thing is uh, so I think where have I seen had Dustin finished his I think he might have well, didn't you and I saw the finished one at Ghost There's Core. one at Ghost Core too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was yeah. like the prototype and, and Eric showed it off to us and you and I were like, oh boy, that's. Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, uh, yeah, I'm instead, I'm just going to build a kick-ass, you know, off-road RC buggy and. Uh, and there you go. And yeah. you can have all the skins, like you can have the, the grave digger skin. You can put the ecto skin on it. Well, here's the thing. I, this will also, I always joked that one of these days I was going to build one of those janky in your garage vacuum forming setups. Uh, and I was going to use the Kenner ecto as the, as the, the basis of the form to do light plastic 
shells ah. for a remote controlled vehicle. And so now I got the remote control vehicle, so I'll just have to figure out where the you know where the attachment points are. See, and there you go. Judging by the size of the shell that's in the box there, I think yeah, the ecto, the Kenner ecto would be. Uh, real, I think I'm going to do that. So I'll have two shells. I'll have my racing buggy, you know, a white white body with the the you know the one red stripe down the racing style down offset off the middle, and I'll put the the Ghostbusters logo sticker on there and all that. It'll be great. And then the other one will be yeah, the ecto just bombing around on its. Big fat Sweet. dude buggy wheels. It'll be great. Let's go back to you're fifty? Fifty yeah. years old. I know. Get out of here. I, I don't know. believe it. It's true. You still like to kick and stretch and kick. Kick and stretch. <laughs> fifty years. Old. My my brothers did that to me when because I, I, I was I was home for my birthday and he was and he he just plays it cool and never talks about, you know, so what are you gonna do? I was like, I don't know. Maybe get you know, hang out with mom and have dinner or something. Like maybe we could have dinner with you guys. Yeah, why? Because it's my birthday, and then that's when he screams into the. I'm fifty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I kick, and stretch, kick and stretch and kick. Fifty. So uh, yeah, that became the yeah. Man, you're fifty. <laughs> I'm forty. Again, this goes back to why are we doing a weekly podcast? We're like the old timers here. Let's I know. Well, see, for me, uh, it's slightly worse for me because I remember you, teenager, starting this whole trek. <laughs> I started this in my twenties, so for me, this is just some sort of some uh, adulthood dalliance. You started, yeah, that goofy freshman in high school that started. You know what you were? You were a proto influencer, my, I was, my friend. I, it was you were, Zit City. It was not pretty. You were you good. were exactly the the same age as all these influencers, like high school age. Going, I'm going to be on the internet, and you, and you <laughs> unfortunately <to>. just <laughs> <laughs> you were unfortunately 15 years too early for the influencer rise of YouTube. But <laughs> ahead of my time, yeah. But hey, the benefit of that is the cross rip because that's what I was trying to do an online show. Yeah, well. in the era of set this up to download and wait until morning. And you can watch the show. Well, this will be the exciting Here part of the of the podcast going ahead is uh, every show could be Chris Stewart, Death Watch. No. Yes. Any God day now. Damn you. No. We're not going to do that. <laughs> no. You'll be like, welcome to the Cross Rep. And I'm like, I'm not feeling great today, Troy. Today could be the day, Troy. <laughs> could be the day. I'm feeling some pain right here above the hip but- region. <laughs> I'm no. 50 and a half years old. I think it's my time. Stop it. I will not even entertain <laughs> any of this conversation. No. No, I, I got this. a 10 year old. I want to talk about Firehouse right now specifically Do just it. to completely change this conversation. I'm 50. <laughs> I'm right, 50. Firehouse. I, I keep calling it Firehouse because that's easier than saying Ghostbusters 4 or the untitled right. Ghostbusters Afterlife okay, sequel. Okay, well, let's start there though because it there was a time for a while where people were like, it's going to be called. Like Firehouse now is the subtitle. Is that right? I don't think I don't Ghostbusters Firehouse. I don't think so. I think they're just no? still referring to it as Firehouse for the same reasons that I just said. Is because it's just it rolls off the tongue. It's like Firehouse. Yeah, you it know, does. it's, it's the, the movie that's being shot in the UK right now. It's Firehouse. But I, I, I don't think I, that's yeah, the title. Maybe I like we'll the get the title soon. structure too, right? Like you know, Rainbow Six Panda Hat. Yeah, it has to be uh, so <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> 
Well, Firehouse well, it, is two beats too, right? That'd work. Ghostbusters Firehouse, Firehouse. is two beats. And Firehouse, at one point during EctoFest, they told us that was their working title code name. You know, again, I, when when Gil Kennan and, and Jason Reitman were up there on stage saying, Firehouse is the code name of the film we're working on. I'm like, guys, that's not how code names work. Now everybody knows what you're working on. I like to I pretend think, that they got a note somewhere where it was Ghostbusters colon Ghost Protocol, and they went, ah, crap, uh, taken. Cruise? <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I, I don't know. I think title, it will be Ghostbusters colon something. Col- Every time I say that now, all I can think about is the Willow joke. I don't know if you saw that, but... Uh, but Warwick Davis was he in his true mockumentary style was doing like a featurette for Willow and he was like I came up with all these sequel ideas for Willow and it was Willow colon Willow's colon Will and and he just it was like a throwaway <laughs> joke so fast that guy is um, but uh, yeah it will be Ghostbusters colon something something Bill Murray's colon I don't know it will be <laughs> Ghostbusters colon something. But anyway, so Firehouse is still filming as of May 18th. Yes, I know there are... uh, (laughs) I lurk on Ghostbusters fans. I've seen the people who are very concerned. There is a Writer's Guild strike going on. Um, It should not, as of now, be impacting production of the film. No. Because the the writing is finished, uh, and they are filming... uh, I mean, I, I would say luckily, but I do agree with some of the stuff that the strike is happening. So they are filming in the UK and they are not affected by the Teamsters not being able to cross lines and, and things like that. So they right. are still filming. The as other of thing, now. As of now, you could correct me if, because if I understand correctly, because this became, this became the thing that people have pointed to every time there was a writer's strike. If something came out and they were like, ooh, that wasn't great. Uh, because the rules do allow for alterations and additions and all that, as long as it's not a writer, right? The director, as long as it, yeah, there, and, and especially in the, in the case of firehouse where you have Jason Reitman, who is the executive producer and writer, right. Gil Kennan, who is the director Director. and writer. So it, it falls into a gray area. So they can't be doing any writing. They can't be doing any, any, uh, you know, uh, crafting of the script, but they obviously can be acting as a director. They can obviously be acting as an, yeah. an executive producer where it does get tricky though, is when, uh, there's a, a, a picket line or the strike is happening in a place and there are unions that in solidarity of the writers guild will not cross picket lines. Right. So you have yeah. the teamsters and the props people and the, um, the other unions that refuse to cross other picket lines. And that's why shows are shutting down at least here in the States, uh, because you have uh, people that don't want to, don't want to cross those lines. Yeah. It will also become infinitely more, uh, difficult if SAG AFTRA, if people are following the, the trades, um, if if the actors strike, well, then it's going to be even harder because yeah, that's, that's uh, kind of problematic. That's going to be problematic. So, um, and that, that just came to a vote, uh, this week, they're not going to vote to strike, uh, for at least another like six weeks, eight weeks. So that, that helps firehouse kind of sort of, okay, well, what is with what, ghostbusters? Why do we always have to do this? I don't I know. understand. It's it, through no fault <sighs> of our own. There's always just something that kind of makes it a little bit harder to get a something global done. pandemic, uh, a, a revolutionary strike that's going to occur yeah. on, on, on all these fronts. It's, okay. Well, here, here's the thing. So when did they start in April, beginning April? Uh, yes, it would have been. Yeah. It was like the first or the second week in April, if I remember right. 
Right. And as has been shown, Jason, Jason's a fairly diligent kind of director, producer, writer kind of guy, right? He's not like super Hitchcockian, but he tends to like get a lot of stuff worked out in advance. Um, which is to say that this is, and to be honest, for for Ghostbusters to keep going for a while, it's it they're not going to be rambling mega budgets that you know take the largest part of the year to shoot and all that. And they so, don't have that time if they've got a they December twentieth exactly. release date. They don't have that time anyway. Like they've so, got to go 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 go. If they're not going to do a, a SAG after a vote for six to eight weeks, I think that one is unlikely to interfere. I th- I think the movie is safe, and I to be honest, I feel like if anything, right now. If Jason is asking for anything and Gil's asking for anything, Sony is happily saying, no problem, and throwing it at them. <laughs> Just get because, it done. Please get it done. Well, because yeah. what Sony's looking at, is what all the studios are looking at, is what is done, what is going to be done to come out later in the year. Otherwise, you're going to see this giant, you know, fall pothole where the writer's strike uh, kicked everything in the nards, right? So, And not, e- not even for the fall. Like, I know that some studios are like, well, we have this thing. We're going to bank it and hold on to it now yeah. until to-be-determined date because we don't know how long the strike is going to go. And then because the way that the workflow, the pipeline of, of the entertainment industry works is if everything is shutting down in production right now, that means there's going to be a bottleneck in post-production and releases about six months from now, you know, five, yeah. six months from now. So there will, once the strikes are over, once everybody comes to an agreement and, and hopefully resolves everything, um, there's going to be that huge yeah. like deluge at the end. Um, but that also means that there's like nothing. So they have to kind of like ration things out for yeah. who knows how long. So I feel I would put money on Sony cause they keep, they keep saying Ghostbusters is this evergreen that they want to, I, I think, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of wheels will get greased just so that Ghostbusters, it might actually work to our benefit because I think a lot of us were like, wow, this is a really short production time. Are you sure you're going to make yeah. Christmas? And I think anybody with any knowledge of making movies will go, eh, maybe. <laughs> I think now anything that helps smooth that process, like I think it will work to our benefit that it's now, I don't know, whatever. I just, I'm going to, 75% chances are going to get done by Christmas. I don't know. Like I'm just pulling weird numbers out of my head here. Let's just say now I uh, bump it up to what ninety percent, right? Like if you, if you see my logic here, like yeah, they're for they're all these re- to the finish to do for, it. Yeah, they're they're going to speed things up because uh, time is tight. Uh, that normally would cost money, but right now Sony's probably a lot more willing to, you know, cut a few more checks to keep things moving. You know, just to keep protecting. You know this big ticket movie that they totally. want to get out, right? Well, so, and, and as horrible it is to say, like the COVID pandemic also kind of gave them something that they can use as a touchstone for, like if we have to stop post production, if we have to stop finishing on a film, here's how much it ultimately costs us in the long run because we exactly. are either paying for these facilities or we're going to have to ramp everybody back up or we're going to have to hire new people or so they, they kind of now have that, that template of what they, they see. They have it's like the if we stop down so now. Point to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it may be advantageous for them to, to keep going. So I, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think that they're, they're, they're full speed ahead. They're going to try to get this done as, as soon as they possibly can. And 
for everybody that's like, I can't believe they're going to do it in this, this short amount of time. Look at Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. I just did some deep dive research for a really goofy uh, article on Ghostbusters HQ about a pastrami sandwich guy. Please check it out if you have time. <laughs> I saw time. that. Please read it. Absolutely. But, uh, but in doing so, I realized Ghostbusters 2 was filming the first week of May, and yeah. that movie was released the second week in June. So about six weeks later, it was going to be in theaters, not just in the States, but across the world. And this was still in the photochemical age of that they had to strike yeah. prints and they had to to make all of those duplicates and ship them out to places. So talk about going down to the wire. Ghostbusters 2, I think, may have uh, just barely, like the, the as they say, the prints were still wet as they were being screened on, on June 16th. So yeah, how did, how did Boss Films get their effects done on time? recreational drugs yeah uh, lots lots of uh, <laughs> mounds of white substances what, uh, uh, as yes, steve uh, johnson so thank, will tell you so thank you for for uh, uh filling us in on that one steve johnson but uh <laughs> but yeah the the thing was is and some people will go yeah but that was the 80s it's like yeah well rolling cameras back then is not exactly you know different than rolling cameras now yeah but there's a lot more effects now it's like there's a lot more effects but but you do all you live in an age where once you strike that dcp it can be beamed to a theater the next day so that does help you out a little bit right now the effects you're doing it's on a computer right versus the whole other level of of logistics of doing compositing planes and and optical printing and and, matte painting and just all this stuff. Right. So, and yeah, and they did it concurrently because they were like, and we're going to need these effect shots. Oh, we get to work on them after the movie's done. Absolutely not. We're still (laughs) filming. Right. Like, so yeah, it's, it's weird. We started this thing going, yeah, there's a strike going on. Should we be worried? And we're ending with actually this may work it may advantage. work to its advantage. It the 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 pressure cooker of uh, everybody always points to Jaws. Like look at what Spielberg did with Jaws. He was under. He had a, a release date that he was working toward. He had a shark that wasn't working, so he was having to constantly just like redream things up, and he was working on the fly. Stuff actually really works sometimes. When it's under that pressure in Hollywood, when you have to yep. really just like sit down and buckle down and figure out creative ways to to get through things, um, sometimes that actually ultimately ends up making a better product. Sometimes, and I will say probably like 75, 80% of the time, no, that is not the case. It ends up being, <laughs> it suffers because of whatever the pressures or constraints or budgetary scheduling things that that were under it uh, were, were imposing. But but like you said, Chris, with this, we know that Gil and Jason were working hand in hand with each other literally right after Afterlife had shipped and, you know, they had started thinking about a sequel and they were working on this script. They were crafting and honing the script and running it by their friends and and figuring out what what this movie will be. Yeah. So there's a pretty good chance like they're on the same page. Again, once you get into editorial, when you sit down and you watch the 90 minute or the 120 minute string out of things, you go, Ooh, that doesn't work. And you lift that part out. And then the only thing where I think this will suffer is if they need to do additional photography or reshoots or something down the line. And oh my God, we can't write them. The actors are on strike. None of the the production team will cross picket lines, but all three DGA, SAG, and writers are all on strike. We're not going to cross those picket lines. I think that's where we get into two issues. But let's not think. But let's be honest. Those things show up most when the time between writing the script and going to shooting 
is short. The longer right. you have to live with the script, to work on the script, to massage the script, to storyboard the script, to concept art the script and all that, the more have time you have to live with that script before you then roll camera, the less that stuff happens. If anything, you end up shooting a little extra just you know, because you figure you might need more and then cut it back more than, or, or more yeah, than you, you cut, get you caught cut a whole going, sequence we did out not and shoot. You need something to smooth it out. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to, uh, we didn't anticipate this problem and we didn't shoot enough and now we got a hole to fill. Uh, I think, so like I say, I'm, I'm very optimistic. Yeah. I am so, very I mean, optimistic. I'm optimistic and I know that they've been working tirelessly for, for quite some time. Uh, we do have Ghostbusters Day coming up um, in about three weeks, I guess, when you hear this. We're going to hear um, stuff then. We're absolutely going to. There will be some, I'm, I'm guessing at least a title announcement or a poster yep. or something at the yep. very least. Um, and and there is, for for everything that we don't know about this film, which is wonderful. Again, I love, I love being in this void where we don't know everything about the film. Yeah. We do know that Pat Oswalt, Camille Nanjiani, Emily Lind... Uh, James Acas, uh, Acaster, Acaster, James, Acaster, James Acaster, Acaster. Oh, um, that, we, that guy is awesome. I don't know how familiar Americans are with James Acaster, but oh, boy. I, I think this has helped because his stand up special is now featured on, on Netflix down here. So if, yes. if you're not familiar with him, hit, hit that. Um, because I, I was not familiar with him until the casting announcement, and then again once that that stand-up special popped up. He's he's, um, he's a little weird, um, a, a little quirky, but just super funny. Um, yeah, I saw his stand-up specials, and I'm a uh, kind of I'm a big uh, panel show devourer. So I like you. Thank you, YouTube and random people in the UK for posting. <laughs> Uh, you know, eight out of ten cats and eight out of ten cats does countdown and all these these panel games because a caster would show up. He even had one. What was the one he was co-host with? Um, oh, I had it, I had it in my notes because I was like that. That was like his his biggest thing. Uh, most recently was the uh, yeah, shoot. Just 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 funny stuff. Like because if you ever if you go to YouTube and and there's all those collections like Channel Four does, you know the the most blah, blah, blah on eight or 10 cats does countdown or whatever. And then, yeah, you, and he's in every single one. Cause he, he was yeah holding his own with, with, with some real seasoned UK uh, comedians and all that. Um, I'd recommend it. Like I'm saying to people now, if you're not familiar with James Acaster, just go plug it into YouTube and watch his stuff. You'll see clips of his comedy specials. You'll see clips of him, um, on all these panel games. And trust me, uh, if you run into Countdown without James A. Caster or a comedian, it don't watch it because that's just a that's a daytime <laughs> it's not worth British. It, yeah, it's a daytime British show where people compete for a teapot. I'm not making that up uh, t- by doing math and anagrams. So, <laughs> like, this is why the United States is so low on the totem pole. We're like, what? A t- doing they, math? No. Uh, now, but then somewhere along the line, somebody said, you know, if we can go past the watershed hour where people can swear, why don't we just throw comedians at, let's make comedians do math and word puzzles. For uh, a teapot. For a teapot. <laughs> and then, you know, joke around and all that. And, uh, comedy gold. Yeah, I think you, like, uh, James A. Caster, Patton Oswalt, Kumail, uh, all, all the three of them, like, you know that they're brilliant comedic minds. Yeah. So that, that reassures me right away. And, and, and are probably helping 
punch things up and ad lib things and, and, and bring so much to the table. We don't know to what extent any of these actors are involved. Maybe one of them yeah. shows up for like one scene or something, but yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's fun. And, and it just gives us that one little, th- like it was an official announcement. We don't have to rely upon the tabloids. We don't That's we're right. looking at you, the sun. I don't care what photos you're taking from 10 <laughs> miles away, sir. Sir um, or ma'am or ma'am, sir. I, you don't even deserve our, uh, our formalities, Mr. Yeah or miss yeah this was formal this was the thing is like we knew the premise of the last movie so when they started casting kids and adults that we weren't familiar with we we it wasn't that hard to kind of guess where they fit into things at least broadly right this time when they're like Kamel Nanjiani I'm like I have I can't even guess what he's there for James Acaster I'm like uh mm." (laughs) like the closest I can do is they're like Patton Oswalt I was like well, he's either going to do a thing in the movie, or he's back as the voice of Moogly for or some reason. I can't Moogly guess voice. that. Yeah, he's like, doing like the commercial for for the exactly uh, for Ghostbusters right? or something. Yeah, that's the only speculation I've done so far. Is that oh, I was kind of like maybe there's a TV commercial. He's the voice of Moogly because that's consistent. But at the same time, it's like wow. That's actually underpowered. I'd like to see Patton Oswalt just kind of run wild <laughs> in the Something, Ghostbusters movie, yeah. right? So, well, and and that's like the again, we're getting all of these things to look forward to. There was the CinemaCon uh, thing that happened where um, we haven't seen it yet, but we now know that that Paul Rudd and Carrie Coon were in flight suits. So again, it's like okay, here. First of all, God love Paul Rudd. He's getting his dream. I, there was that one interview I remember where he was like, I got cast in a Ghostbusters movie and I didn't get to put on a flight suit and I didn't get to wear a proton pack and he's getting his his dream. That's right. Um, but uh, so again, we, we kind of now know that, look, those characters are carrying the torch. Um, stands to reason that your your Phoebe's, your Trevor's, uh, your podcasts, your, your Lucky's, like we're going to have all of those characters that are represented uh, in this, this next film, but there's also going to be new stuff. And Kamal even had that one quote, uh, for whatever it was like a GQ interview or something where he was like, this movie makes the world a lot bigger. And I think that's kind of where, where these actors kind of help open that up too. We're going to start seeing new people and new things. Um, even though we're going back to the firehouse, which is a very f- finite, small, uh, area, uh, mm-hmm. on, on the Island of Manhattan. So, um, very exciting stuff. Um, I think it, 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 it is a safe assumption that once Ghostbusters day happens, you and I will be recording. We'll be talking about all the things that, that do come out there again yeah. in a measured and, and considered way, uh, when, when that occurs, but, uh, half yeah, in the I'm, bag, that's the cross rip guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Doesn't half in the bag. Wait. Oh, that's my totally IPA it. is empty. So that does make sense. It does make sense. Uh, you can't, nobody can see it. I'm doing finger guns. Hey, half in the bag. Don't hey. wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702 GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? 
If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Pretty pretty successful test there, Doctor Stance. <laughs> That's right. Um, I feel like uh, the, this is this is a good. So we have learned two things now. Number one, we can still talk for hours. It's, we have not you're, forgotten you're only how to hear talk. about a sixty-minute <laughs> chunk of this. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but also that I think this is the way to go, man. Like I at no point during this was I like, oh, we have to talk about. Those uh, print by demand T-shirts that are now up on Amazon, I, like you know, it, yeah. again, not, I don't want to belittle anything that we talked about uh, in the past, but at the same time, it was like I don't know what to say about certain things. Like we're just informing you that it happened, and yeah. you already know. So what's the point? Um, but uh, but here is what we do get to do, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to give you final thoughts, and Ooh. it's been it's been a minute. Like it's that's been, right. To which everybody oh goes, God. he must have lots of the say. <laughs> Same. Well, got, and, and to your, to your credit, you have been on Extra Plasm with Jim. You've been right. on uh, on on Yes Have Some. Like you've you've gotten some time, but they never give you a final thought. Like that. Yeah. No, I got three final thoughts. Okay. Uh, one, I think I really like this this route we're going to go because, for example, you and I wrote down a whole bunch of stuff that we could talk about, and we didn't get to touch on some stuff. And one of them, for example, one of them was uh, Hollowgate having Ghostbusters. But I'm like, I'm glad we, because what would we do? Like, have you had a chance to go somewhere in LA? I haven't been able to do it. And we we called, we found there's a place um, just down the highway, (laughs) you know, out Abbotsford Way that uh, there's a fun park there and they have a Hollowgate set up. And we contacted them. They don't have it. So obviously there's some, and again, is it? Will it make it here, or is it kind of like old timey movies where it has to? It's making the rounds. So there's a hollow gate literally right across the street from where I work. Yeah, and I called them, and they were like, "What?" And I was like, right. "I think you are the headquarters of Hollowgate. You don't have right. this." So here's the thing: What would you and I talk about? Basically, that, that was it. Happening. What we just did, yeah. it's happening. We covered it. Hooray! Yeah. Whereas in three weeks' time, or the time after that. Maybe it shows up at the Hollowgate across from you. So at least we have the conversation where you tell me about your experience. Yeah, or maybe maybe notes. I get to go, you know, summertime. So that's the thing. The summer months are coming. That park may only be winding up now because school's still oh, in and the range point. just barely yeah. started. So maybe it's about to show up shortly, too, in which case the whole bloody Ghostbusters British Columbia group's going to I hope they're ready. Like, I'm... <laughs> It'll like, be okay. We'll I have hope some. They have we'll, their spicy Cheetos ready for consumption. We'll uh, have some. Just, we'll have some tourists that might like Ghostbusters. At least it's not a massive group of giant Ghostbusters nerds <laughs> that are going to come <laughs> descend upon us. Like, anyways, that would so, never. Oh my God! They're in the parking lot. Lock the doors. <laughs> At least we're Canadian, so we call ahead, apologize in advance, and let them know we're coming. But uh, that's oh, that was that's one. Nice I, I think this yeah. this this format's gonna work out good too. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I just realized when we were talking about it in my head, what I want to have happen is Patton Oswalt is the voice of Moogly in a Ghostbusters commercial that is featured in the movie. Uh, you know, a la Ghostbusters 2 or whatever. They have to have their animated logo and the Moogly talks just sort of like it was in that VR game. But then the after credit sequence, it's 
Patton Oswald coming out of the booth where he's recording Mowgli for in the Ghostbusters universe for the Ghostbusters commercial. So we actually get to see Patton Oswald in the anyways. Oh my god! I wish I wish that like the movie phone like dial uh, voicemail things were still a thing because that would be if you called Ghostbusters and you didn't get Janine but you got like oh, Patton Oswald god. going Patton Oswald. If you know phone. the name of the haunting that you're experiencing, press one. Like ah, that would be so well, funny. But anyway, you know yeah. what? Yeah, those old days are gone. But what's been replaced by that's like She Hulk did that. Like if you could if you saw any of the the ads around town. For the She-Hulk show, oh, that's true. it had her. Number. T- you could call yeah. the number, and she talked to you. And there's been others, so there's nothing that says we're off track here. But yes, Sony, write this down. <laughs> <laughs> Get Pat Oswalt. So you just run On the televisions. Pat Oswalt. Uh, You're listening to the Ghostbusters voice band. You know what? Yeah. It's time. Like, what was the first movie? It's a late night ad. Bring that back. Whatever the modern equivalent is, like do the YouTube. Like the, the the little ten second commercial at the beginning oh my, of the YouTube I mean, video Super for Mario just did it with right? the, the the Super Mario Super Show uh, stuff yeah right do that do like bring back the 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 Trouble by Strangers it's called Ghostbusters and then put a number and we all go that's a real number and we call it and it's Pat Oswald doing the thing like that's fantastic doing the thing that's the second thought what was my I hope he one? does more than that. I mean like this is fun but I hope that he's more than I hope that he does movie. more like, yeah. like I said yeah. it's it's a little underwhelming to have a Pat Oswald. And that's all he does. Not only that, I'm sure Patton Oswalt is like, please, please, can I, can I be in <laughs> Again, the same huge, shot? Yeah, huge yeah, fan. Like, huge fan. Kumail is a huge fan of Ghostbusters too. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the third one right, is, is Go- Ghostbusters Day is coming up. Uh, Halloween is a ways out. Uh, yes, you and I will be talking on the day of, and then this one's probably going to come out. So I don't know that I can do a full-blown 40-minute one, but I thought I might try to do one of the little musical mixtape things for Ghostbuster Days. Um, Ooh, okay. So we, we'll All drop right. it on Ghostbusters Day. On Ghostbusters. And, yeah, and so, that's then you've got something that, you know, it's... The, right. It'll be our little contribution to Ghostbusters Day celebration. When you're not watching the cool it. stuff online, download, you know, the 30 minutes of weird clips and interviews and music and whatever yeah. I can find. Uh, won't stress me out too much in the middle of my, you know, summer start and all that. And, uh, yeah. Well, and that, this is where I want to put it on you all too. If you so so the voicemail has always been open. Always. Some of some of you have been calling it, and there's <laughs> been no shows to put it on. Um, but the voicemail has always been open, so I, we want to hear from you. If you are thinking about starting back up your your Eagle Moss Ecto, we want to hear from you. If yep. you're thinking about uh, selling it, we want to hear from you. Um, if you want to you, su- you want to uh, submit your OBO to Chris Stewart for his? Uh, yeah, go there for you it. go. We'll do an <laughs> online uh, auction here. Um, uh, but yeah, and and if you want to, you know, send us some some Ghostbusters Day stuff, you're you're more than welcome to. So uh, please hit that voicemail up. It is it is always on. That is like twenty four seven. You can th- people use it as therapy, and I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I I listen to them. I just want you to know that I listen to them. So be careful what you say. But but. It's there. It's there, and it's always listening. It's like Fraser Crane uh, in voicemail form. <laughs> yeah, you do the. Vo- you got to do the. I'm listening. I'm listening. There you go. Yes, uh, this is our voicemail, and I'm listening, Seattle. Uh, but uh, yeah, hey, there it is. Uh, an episode of the Crossrip in the can, and it's been <laughs> at least twelve months. I don't know, so maybe even more than more. that, but way more, more, more or less. You know what? Um, Here we go. Uh, the Ghostbusters, uh, the Alberta Ghostbusters sent me 
they uh, made some cool uh, stuff. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to surprise you. But uh, uh, if somebody does the math, the last time Troy and I recorded an episode together, not Troy and Jen, not Chris and Kevin, mm. not the Halloween ones. And yes, you can go look it up. I don't care. Just put it in. I'm going to randomly pick a name or two, and I'm going to send you some stuff. So, Ooh, all right. I see. We're sending out the free stuff, too. Free that's stuff. what we do. That's what Bring we do. out the t-shirt cannon. Here we go. Oh, God. Don't promise a t-shirt. They're too expensive these days. I know. It's tempted. <laughs> the shipping. The t-shirts are I expensive know. in the shipping. Anyway. <laughs> don't get me started on the price of milk. The milk <laughs> is too expensive. Uh, but hey, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We know that this is probably a, a surprise for you, um, and hopefully you'll That's be right. hearing us a whole lot more. Thank you for um, not unfollowing us. That's the, yeah, <laughs> if you're getting this in your RSS feed, please, thank you. Oh my goodness. Uh, you were more than justified in doing an unfollow or an unsubscribe or... Uh, I have unfollowed podcasts just because I had a, a an off day, let alone it, the <laughs> feed went silent. So thank I've you. I've unfollowed our own podcast because <laughs> I've had an off day. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody. We love you all. See you on the other side. Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. Really found its voice in the 46th episode. Oh, oh, oh. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so good.